to the sponsors. Whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year. Statistics, excuses. It's you versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us. It is the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour, and we're live. We thank you for being uh, just, I mean, a part of the show. Uh, You help produce this hour. Uh, You can... Join in either by the phone, email will take you, however we can get you. Um, Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now. Uh, the website is rickandbubba.com. That's Rick and, spell out and, bubba.com. There you can find all the show links, uh, individual and show links. Uh, show notes as well on the homepage. Uh, anytime we have guests, uh, that is there. So a lot going on at rickandbubba.com. Also, the store is a great option for you. Rick and Bubba merchandise, uh, you can uh, check that out, too, at rickandbubba.com. Uh, also, some of the greatest radio stations in the country, brave enough to call Rick and Bubba home. Uh, all of their information is also at rickandbubba.com. The YouTube link is there. Live and HD is what we are. How you doing? Stretch Armstrong is your intern today. He's running things at Master Control. And on the staff text messaging this morning, we've got just a little bit of inkling that Adler's got some good news for us. He says he's going to join us on Zoom today, and he's got a guest. Hmm. We'll see what happens with that. We do know we have a guest coming up in about an hour and a half. Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings is going to join us on Zoom. Uh, We've got a charity charge next Wednesday, April 22nd, at participating Buffalo Wild Wings. 10% of food sales will benefit Christian Service Mission. Uh, They have got a food bank that's going on right now, helping uh, folks out during this time of need. And they're also going to be collecting 
a thousand jars of peanut butter and jelly, which I didn't know this is the most needed item for the food bank. Uh, so check that out. April the 22nd at Buffalo Wild Wings, participating Buffalo Wild Wings. They got the curb service, and uh, you can order on their app or online and, and grab it, pick it up, uh, and you can help Christian Service Mission uh, as they are helping feed those in need uh, during the uh, the COVID-19 outbreak. They, they do it all the time, but now is especially important. So let's bring them in over, well, I say over to my left, over to the left of what I'm looking at, it's, it's Helmsy. And right underneath me is Greg. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Wow. That's a strange <laughs> Never, position to be in. I don't in. know if I've ever said that, but the way I'm looking at I you. I hope not. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to look down and wave at you right now like we're Brady Bunch. How you doing? Yeah. And then you're over uh, this way here. Of course, Come mine's completely doing? different than what you're saying. My yeah. view is. Uh, well, what, what, what people are seeing is uh, <laughs> you're below me and 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 Helmsy is, is to my right. So there you go. Uh, How are you, gentlemen? I'm good. How are y'all? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a little sleepy today. Just, I, got uh, yeah. I got <laughs> caught up I got. At, at Dak Prescott's party. Oh, y'all crank it up. You and Zeke yeah. riding together. Yeah. Here we go. Started with that, huh? Well, um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And, did we and have some Rick's going to Rick's going to love some of the stuff that's out there later on in regards to um, people tattling. Yeah, we live in a tattling society these days. It looks like nobody likes a tattletale. We, no, yeah, exactly. No. Uh, I oh, guess well, you. No, but let me let me back up. Back in our day, they didn't. Nowadays, maybe they do. Yeah, you no. Know. Well, uh, and on, get you rump. Well, back in our day, kind of on that on the same line. I guess you saw where Chris Cuomo has uh, this this one of his neighbors or somebody is is filing complaints against him because of a verbal altercation they had where he was out front with his family or something, and this guy's riding a bicycle. And sees I him out Cuomo front. Was six. Hey, well, six? and that's what the guy's saying. He's saying, "Hey, look, your your brother, uh, Governor Cuomo, is like the uh, Cuomo or the uh, the coronavirus czar, and he's telling everybody to stay in or whatever. And you you're not doing that. And aren't you? And you actually have coronavirus. You have right? coronavirus. Shouldn't you be quarantined? Uh, and I guess he was out front or whatever. We have that story today. And Fredo's um, mad. Yeah, and um, Chris Chris Cuomo's wife. Asked the guy what, what was wrong with him, what does he need, and then Chris Cuomo screaming at him and stuff, and so he's filed uh, complaints against uh, uh, a Cuomo for like threats or something like I that. Think Cuomo coughed on him. Yeah. Did y'all see that weird story about him? And, and he went on air. I don't know what he was on. I think oh, yeah. some Monday night Sirius XM or something, and, and talked about how he was. Um, he basically ripped CNN um, and said his COVID nineteen has changed his values. He, he said, I don't think it's worth my time anymore to be doing what I'm doing. So he says, says he doesn't like what he does for a living. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He said he, he doesn't, he don't, I don't, here's this quote. I don't value indulging irrationality, hyper-partisanship. Right. Yeah. And, and, and now he's he, walked it back a little bit yeah. since this, but yeah. uh, he went on some show and so he got to talking and, and yeah. he realized i want to say it, i'm broadcasting yeah was it not howard Stern well, that he was on i don't know but uh know. well good thing you can do you can always quit yeah yeah yeah, yeah you, you know? can yeah. you can i bet um, he makes pretty well too by the way oh yeah oh yeah of course he does greg but i mean if he feels that way then i, I say more power i think i think they probably told him that and that's why he's walking it back now, uh but yeah i saw that as well helms we had that yesterday you just never got to it um but uh, it, it's kind of interesting to see here, though, how some of the 
the the the left that says we should be all loving and and everybody they seem sometimes to be the ones caught up in just being a jerk you know um now i think his his neighbor probably needs to uh, you know whoa a little bit and pull back and and just kind of keep riding his bike if his if if chris is with his family uh but um cuomo as well probably doesn't need to be such a hothead either uh but well he needs to you know he's got the virus so yeah i know i, I mean he's He's pretty outspoken about it. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, th- these are the ki- type of people that do what they do for a living and are public figures and then complain about people bothering them because they're public figures. I mean, yeah. you know, that's the life you chose. So uh, maybe he's reevaluating that and, and doesn't want to do that anymore, but it's probably too late for that. Um, and then Dak Prescott. Yeah, it's always I think politics. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that, too. He had, he had some folks over, and uh, people are saying it was a little more than – what he says it was so we'll we'll break that down today too but how about the staff text messaging back and forth that adler says that he's going to join us uh in a couple of hours um and has got a guest dot dot okay. dot mm, dot 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 i'm assuming that's a little boy or a little girl i yeah. I, I would think so uh and, and we, we talked and we, about the uh, we talked about the fact that uh, yesterday morning at uh let's see it was during the show, late in the show, he said uh, that things were progressing, they were there, and then then he went dark for the rest of the day. And everybody yeah. was like, okay, what's going on? Nothing at all, no word of anything. And then we were talking prior to the show starting, hey, look, has anybody heard from Adler? And then he texted us, so... Um, we'll I see can feel this pain because when you're in the middle of something like that, you don't want to have to update No, anybody. no, no. Yeah. And you get lost into that world and time... It just yeah. just goes away, and you don't even know how long you've been at it. Uh, and the last thing you're doing is texting people. So I get that. Because in this situation, he, I imagine because now you can't have anybody there. Yeah, at the right, hospital. Right. He had a long list of people he had to keep updated before he got to us. He did. Yeah. He. Um. I got a couple of emails this morning from from people, and I they were like, "Hey, you're killing me." Because I told them what we know, and they're like, "Hey, man, you're killing me. Why? Why can't you just tell me?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Right. I don't. I don't have. I know as much as you do at this point. Yeah, yeah. But so, uh, if excited for them and looking forward to his guest coming up on the show later that, on. That's right. If yeah. you're listening live right now, it uh, it'll be in three hours from now, uh, and it is uh, the eight a.m. Central Time hour. Uh, if you are listening live today and it's morning time, uh, but if not, and you're on podcast or whatever, then we're three hours from about right now. So when he says he's going to join us, so. Uh, thank y'all for being with us. The number 866-WE-BE-BIG, Stretch Armstrong. He's in there switching right now and, and running things. He's walking a little better, guys. Uh, well, he said he's no been... No underwear uh, incident this morning? I, I guess either he's commando or he had... Uh, I mean, I don't know how he got him on because he isn't walking great, but he's walking a little better. I checked in with him yesterday afternoon just to see because I was making sure we had a... Yeah, he, he'll be with us next. From my head. 22 minutes past the hour kickoff hour live here on the rick and bubba show rick and bubba join us at the top of the hour we thank you for being with us my zoom buddies are at home uh, at their zoom studios uh, talking about greg burgess and michael helms uh and uh, right now limping to the microphone is one stretch armstrong and uh guys 
Uh, he is he's pretty I mean it, you can tell he's walking gingerly but it it seems to be a faster pace uh, stretch uh, so update us real quick I know when you left yesterday you were in a lot of pain and you were trying to uh, kind of network uh, with people you knew of possibly getting in or, or having someone come see you about it but you say you just laid down and iced it all day is that what you did yeah so I, I first thing I did is call my doctor Okay. Um, back in Dallas, and mm-hmm. I told him what was going on, and he said, "Just rest, rest, and ice it." He said, "Don't don't put heat on it because that'll just make ice. it worse." Yeah, ice because and that's what people on the phone said yesterday. They said, "Don't put heat on it; it'll make it worse." So I okay. just iced it mm-hmm. and uh, rest and stretched a lot of stretching. A lot of stretching. There. Okay. You know, so it was, I mean, it was a pretty relaxing day actually. <laughs> Watch True Grit and stuff. Okay. So. All right. Well, uh, so and then. So real quick, uh, to update everybody, if you weren't with us yesterday, um, Stretch Armstrong was putting on his underwear. and and, <laughs> and hurt, uh, got hurt in the I, process. I mean, yeah. just hearing that. That's the most important part. Yeah, yeah. Does that sound weird to you when I say it? That's you that we're talking yeah, yeah. about. Uh, yesterday, wow. he was putting on his underwear and, and got locked up and fell to the floor when he, lift his, when he was lifting in one of his legs to get in that underwear and, and fell naked on the floor and you jacked your back up and yeah. it's all froze up and... And everything, and so that's the deal. So today, I hate to ask this, but I am. Are you commando, or did you no. did you lay down on the ground and, and get them on again? How did uh, you do um, that? I, I sat You're down. wearing them from yesterday. <laughs> Probably it. I, I sat down okay. and, and, and put them on, just right. very slowly lifted it up and uh-huh. set one foot on the other knee. You know? Right. Okay. I don't want to get into too much detail, but one thing <laughs> yeah, I left out yesterday. Uh-huh. One thing I left out yesterday is that my brother slept through. All of this. Oh, really? By the way, yeah, okay. Yeah. He was no help. He was yeah. no help. He was just, you know, yeah. Okay. So, if, so I'm if crawling you, around. In his were, defense, you were laying in the floor naked. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to scream, I've fallen and I can't get up? Was that almost there? Almost, yes. Did you need life alert? <laughs> I did. Yes. All, yes. <laughs> get him a life alert. <laughs> Why won't anybody Some, help me? Somebody. What's, what's your brother's name? Dudley. <laughs> Dudley. <laughs> some reason the fact that his name's dudley that <laughs> really that oh, makes yeah. it even better doesn't it <laughs> dudley uh, do right but but uh i got that reassuring text about an hour before we went live today that hey i'm good because we needed time to to get yeah. someone here if you couldn't make it and i'm like please well, let me know uh, was, well i'm gonna tell you this if he hadn't made it i'd, I'd have made fun of him because i'd hate to know i missed my job because i got hurt put my underwear <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i think that was part of it you were getting here today weren't you yeah and, and if, we were at, if he was going to dig a ditch today i get it yeah so if yeah. he could just get here and get in the room he'd be out that's right yeah, yeah. well i asked if dudley could get him here Worst case scenario, could he just drop you off and and let let us carry you up? Uh, but yeah. glad you're here today, and I understand this is and he's teasing some news. I understand Adler says he's going to have a guest with us yes. a little bit later. So I'm so excited. I know, so am I. So we're, we're excited for that. But good update, you're here, and uh, he got his underwear on today and, underwear and, on. and made it here. Thank so God that's good. That. <laughs> that's awesome. Eight six six, we be big. Stretch will work back in into the phone screening room and uh, take your calls as they come in. Also, uh, get back to switching. Uh, all right, so yesterday, it, where we live, it, was it not go- gorgeous or what? I mean, yes. oh my goodness, it was nice. Good gracious. L- little breeze and just nice. Wasn't hot. No, not at Sun all. Sun shining like oh, nobody's business. You kidding me? Uh, and so we were pretty active around the house. Uh, and do you guys find yourself kind of walking around the house? I, I know... We, we've talked about uh, piddling and all that, but 
and just going, okay, what can I get into? Or, or I know, I mean, you can only stream so much. You can only sit down and watch so much TV. How productive yeah. are y'all being? I, I'm not overdoing it. I, like I say, I, I just, there's some projects I need to really get after that. I just don't really feel like it. Mm. I, I don't have time. I, Amanda's got a list so long right now that I'm working. I'm real productive. Okay. And for some reason, I don't know why we've, we've stopped doing laundry for some reason. And so like, we'll, huh. we, we just not in a habit of doing it. I mean, I don't, we're not completely stopping, but we'll go five and six days and not, and not do any laundry mm. and it'll pile up. Like yesterday, I think I did nine loads of laundry. Good night. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I, we're staying productive, but I'm, I, I'm ready to come back there because I feel like I'm working more here. Right. Well, I think, I think, I don't know about you, but I know at our house, the laundry slowed down a little bit just because the kids, I mean, they're not wearing so many that, clothes. You know it. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're it's not building going, up and we're just feel like we don't mm-hmm. need to do it. Right. I so mean, I did I tell ran out of underwear and that was the key. Right. Yeah. I got to yeah. get in here and do some laundry. Yeah. I, I told socks. Yeah. I told Reese yesterday, that's the third day in a row. I've seen them shorts, big guy probably need yeah. to change them out uh if you don't mind now we're going through some towels with all the showers but but as far as clothes go uh it's it's been pretty slow here there at the house too but yeah it'll pile up won't it, it when you got yeah, a big it, family it'll yeah. pile up if you don't stay on it there's um, two things and i and i'm and i'm good with this i don't mind it because there's two things that i will do that amanda doesn't like to do now mm-hmm. there's a lot of things she does that i can't stand to do yeah but laundry and dishes are okay. my two things i do in the house okay all the time. Yeah. Like I am constantly emptying dishwasher, washing dishes and doing laundry. Mm-hmm. But, but for some reason I just, when I don't do it, because that's one of my things, guess what? It piles up. Yeah. That's I looked what? in there yesterday. I really did yesterday. I have a backup pair. Cause y'all know I plan. Mm-hmm. I have a backup player, pair of underwear that I kind of hide under my t-shirts in mm-hmm. case I ever run out. And I had to get into that yesterday. Is that in case you saw them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I will, I'll say this too, cause you, you can't, who cares at this point? Yeah. I'm in, I'm actually in the same sweatpants that I wore yesterday. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. New undies. Now, if new you, undies went, if new you went jogging or something in them, maybe not. Nah, but, I mean, nah. you can. I you put can shorts on for that and got out. a shower. I was but, wondering about yeah. that because, you know, with, with you guys zooming in, you only see, you know, mid shots. I mean, it's, it's yeah. from the waist up, uh, belly up. So, I've, I was wondering. I wonder, you know, they've got decent shirts on. I wonder if they've got shorts or sweatpants on. Below gym shorts, by gym, the way, gym shorts. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at you, got your little cup of Joe. Came up to yeah. your studio. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Your phone calls eight six six. We be big. We are live and rolling. Rick and Bubba join us thirty minutes from now. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Tasted fire, I'm ready to come alive. I can't just shut it up and fake that I'm alright. I'm ready now, I'm not waiting for the afterlife. 25 minutes till top of the hour, it's the kickoff hour live on the Rick and Bubba show. Well, 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 we've heard from one Eddie Van Adler. He says he's going to join us today, a couple hours from now, and he's got a guest. Huh? We're hoping for some exciting news from the Adlers. 
You don't want to miss that today uh, coming up here on the Rick and Bubba Show. We've also got Tim Spencer in about an hour from now. You know that name because he's been with us a number of times with Buffalo Wild Wings and the charity charges that we've done. Uh, We're going to promote another charity charge a week from today, but he'll join us today on Zoom uh, to announce that. 10% of food sales will benefit Christian service mission on april the 22nd at participating buffalo wild wings 10 percent of food sales will go to them you know they've got the food bank uh, going on now we're going to try to collect a thousand jars of peanut butter and jelly in addition to having the charity charge to help the food bank uh during this time of need the COVID 19 uh is a big i mean it's a big deal uh when it comes to helping those in need uh now the christian uh service mission uh, are always uh, out there working hard, but right now uh, they they really need some help, uh, and we're going to collect those jars of peanut butter and jelly and see if we can't uh, raise as much money as possible where 10% of food sales uh, will go uh, to the uh, Christian Service Mission at Participating Buffalo Wild Wings. They're still uh, rolling out curb service, and you can order online and pick it up and all that kind of good stuff, and we'll talk to Tim about that a little bit later uh, this morning, if you're listening live about an hour from now. Um, well, uh, we got Greg, we got Helmsy. They're zooming in from home, as always. Uh, and I know you guys kind of like that setup. Uh, and, and really, Rick asked a pretty good question yesterday. I wonder how long we'll keep doing this. Uh, but we'll just keep on trucking along until uh, something's announced or some things change. Um, but what if this is like forever? Like, like, hey, guys, how y'all doing? And we never see each uh. other. I don't want that to happen. No, hush. like I'd like it to happen about once a week. No, that, maybe, yeah, maybe, no, maybe that's not a bad idea. Now, I know that's not. We're either going to go back to to normal or not, as yeah. far as us, as far as we go. Yeah. Um. Yesterday, I felt like uh, this was the it was the first day I kind of felt like I was in a groove. Like okay. as far as my day, yeah, the way things played out, I had my setup like I liked it, and I felt comfortable in here mm-hmm. and not worried about you know. Family deal. We kind of, we've all kind of got into a good groove here at the Helms house. Okay. All right. I feel much better about it this week than I did last. We're good. We're good. I, I know your, your green wall behind you, the green screen is uh, allowing you to really look sharp. Uh, your, your headphones don't disappear now and, and you've got the shot of the studio behind you and yeah. it's confusing a lot of people. They think you're here. Uh, I know. So- As a matter of fact, there was a text or a tweet yesterday uh, that one of the listeners uh, put on, and her husband had walked in the room and thought we were all back in the studio. So um, <laughs> that that that'll tell you that this is a good little setup. The one thing I wished I had, and I'm going to get it, but I, it you can't find them anywhere because everybody is doing these zooms for for other jobs as well. Mm-hmm. Is I want a camera, like a I don't want to spend too much, but just something that I can free my computer up so that I don't have to use it as the the camera. So that's yeah. coming next. That'll be my last edition, but this is fine now. Good. Good. For good. now. Well, we're rolling again and, uh, and bubble will join us on zoom as well. And then Rick in studio as, uh, we have been doing here for the last couple of weeks. Um, did y'all see this? Um, actually, you know, Tyler, my oldest and I were talking about this just the other day said that, uh, he had brought up, you know, golfing and, um, he's had, you know, Tyler was a really good youth golfer. I mean, he really was. We'd go to the golfing range at a young age. I mean, he was just killing the ball. And then he got into baseball and stuff, and that kind of went away. Uh, and then kind of, I guess, maybe 12, 13, he kind of got into it a little bit again. And so I got him some left-handed clubs. And I've never really just dived in and said, okay, man, here's a really nice set because he never plays. But – 
you know, being a PO in college, you know, playing baseball and you don't have to worry about hitting and all this kind of stuff. He, Explain to p- people what PO. There's a lot of people that heard you just say PO and they don't know what you mean. Um, they think he's mad about something. Right. Well, that's you, Greg. Uh, PO is just pitcher only. So he, he doesn't have to worry about playing a position or anything. He went to Jacksonville State doing both, but then he had Tommy John as a freshman and, and playing a position kind of went away because, you know, rehab is so intense and, and it's just. It's just, oh my goodness, it's a year just of nothing but getting better. And so he just focused on pitching. And so now uh, a lot of the POs, a lot of the, I mean, really some of the hitters too, but they all play golf all the time. And he was like, Dad, man, I, I, I was really, you think maybe we could look on, you know, Facebook Marketplace or maybe see if somebody's got a use set or something that's pretty decent. So we kind of been looking around trying to figure out something about getting him a set of golf clubs. It's it's tough to find an adult left-handed set that's decent. And uh, and you all know that you can find some irons, but then the, the drivers, you know, they're pretty expensive. And, and he's like, I, but I might not play a, a lot. So we've kind of really been battling that. But he asked if golf courses were open as part of this shutdown, this stay-at-home order and all this. And, and there's a story out of New York today that I'm holding where people are sneaking on golf courses when they're closed and they're not supposed to be out there. Have you seen how yeah. many people have been sent home? 85 yeah, not, people. 85. No. Yeah. Now, around yeah. here, golf courses are open. Yeah, yeah they are. Uh, matter of fact, are. I will probably get out and hit a golf ball at some point today uh, myself. But, uh, yeah, if you're in New York, it's the, uh, Staten Island, I think, is where this yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. happened. Um, there's a lot of people sneaking out. they yeah. got to have their golf. They got to have it this time of year. South Shore Golf Course on Staten Island uh, <laughs> <laughs> said that 85 golfers were told they had to leave, <laughs> get out of here, go. Now and go. so, in, in some of those some of those states where it's just rapid, I mean, we've got uh, when this story printed, we got uh, two two hundred thousand uh, uh, over two hundred thousand positive cases, uh, over ten thousand eight hundred deaths just in New York. And so they, they've, they've ordered all golf courses to close until April yeah. the 29th, uh, but people are still trying to find a way to get out there. Um, and, you know, I, that's something that I loved to do. I loved yeah. playing golf. But then just, I just got, I got busy, and, and the boys got – Life happened. Yeah, and, and I've never really, uh, you know, gone that, that, that much back into it. But I, I started thinking about it. I was like, man, I'd like to go out and play with Tyler. That'd be nice. But yeah. I just got to find him a good set. Well, and and that's one of those things too. You got you really need to put your hands on before you purchase. Talking about a set um, of golf clubs, Greg. Quit looking at yeah. me like that. I didn't say nothing. He's uh, about to sneeze. You he's nearly sne- He's nearly sneezed about three times this yeah. segment, and I'm enjoying watching the almost sneeze. Yeah, I can yeah. turn the camera off. Sneeze. So yeah, you didn't realize that we could. I could tell that though. Yeah. I thought, yeah. wow. So he's. You keep looking at the light. You keep turning your head. And <laughs> yeah. You want it to go away so bad. You yeah, yeah. It. I may have to turn my camera off and sneeze. And come back. <laughs> if I go away, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I picked up on it. I've been yeah. there. So I have been there. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Bright lights make me sneeze. And yeah. Kind of yeah. Right you know, I've always heard if you look into the sun when you're about oh, to sneeze. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've always heard that that'll stop it. No, if I walk but, outside, but I've always on a sunny day. Yeah. Oh yeah, if I walk outside on a sunny day, I'm sneezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the sun will make me what sneeze. Sometimes I, I can't stop. Do y'all ever sneeze after you eat? No, I can't <laughs> say I do. You don't. I do. Never thought about it. Every no. now and then, I'll sneeze. 
Uh, After you eat, yeah, I I've heard. I've heard if you're about to sneeze, I'm serious. I've heard this, and I, I've never tried it. <laughs> if you're about to sneeze, say spaghetti, 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 and you will not sneeze. How about I kind of like sneezing though? Do you really? Yeah. Okay, you I like to sneeze. sneeze. I've yeah, never heard bother. anybody say they like to sneeze. Right, let me ask you a question: Can you make your sne- yourself sneeze? No, no, I can't. Uh, well, try, I, try. If it. I rip a, if you pull, a, like reach in there and get a nose hair and yank it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do that real quick. See if you can do you do it. that sometimes. It's horrible. Just so you can sneeze. Get up in there. And no, one but out. it will. It works. <laughs> huh? I'm gonna say, hold. On, I'm looking at the lights real quick. See if I make yourself sneeze. I can't do it. Yeah, you gotta say. You gotta do that through your nose. By the way, that's that's the key. Right. I have heard if you'll say spaghetti, 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 you will not sneeze. Now, that's not true. I just, just somebody told me that. That's not. Somebody told me that. That's not true. Um, I, I I was at the. I had to make a grocery store run yesterday, <gasps> and someone sneezed. We got to do that today. Someone sneezed on the aisle, and everybody went to running. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they sneezed with a mask on, so it was like, <laughs> you know, and so yeah. it was okay. Uh, and I, I got tell I, I got tell grocery stores if you're not going to police. The direction of the aisles. Uh, if you have it, if you have arrows uh, down on the floor on which way to go, or you've got an X or a green check mark on certain ways you enter and exit aisles, if you're not going to police that, then just pull everything up, because a lot of people aren't looking down and they're they're like going the wrong way on a one way street, and everybody else is trying to do it right, and they just they're just disregarding it and just going right on through it. Well, so. Well, it, you know, you're not paying attention. I mean, I, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I was down at the local store at the house when this thing first started, mm-hmm. and there was a sign that I almost had to like move out of the way to get to the meat, and it said one pack per person, and I didn't see it, and it was, I mean, it was right there in my face. So you're hoarder. Okay. But I put it back when I eventually figured it out. But yeah. I'm talking about if you're not paying attention, you don't see. Yeah, it. you don't, and and I get that, and I've I've actually had to stop myself. Oh, I'm going the wrong way. But there's there, you know, there's a lot of people that are that, that try to be observant to that, and then there's others that just blow right through it and they don't care. And so yeah, I'm just so saying, if you're, and I know you can't stand at the beginning uh, entrance of every aisle. I get it, and and go, hey, stop, you can't come this way. Uh, and I understand it's maybe just a suggestion. Uh, and it's not the law there in the grocery store, but I see a lot of people just disregarding it. They don't care. Could be the law. I, uh, I I'm carrying this mask everywhere I go. This N95 by 3M mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. I bought this years ago from hardware store for yard work. And but I was reading an article on this yesterday, and it said that they started making not 3M, but a physician started making masks back in the late 1700s, early 1800s. That's when all the masks started. Hmm. Of course, they look much different than this. Where you got that one? No, but but the point was, do you know why they started making masks? Or this is what I read in the article. Try to be sharp. They said they said that back then, with all the plagues and diseases back then, the stench, the smell was so bad Mm. that they were covering their noses because they thought they could get it by smelling it. That's how their mind was. That's that's why they started covering their faces. Mm. And physicians back and forth from different countries started battling to who could make the best mask. And this is where we're at today with the N95. How about that? There's your history lesson. And let me tell you this. you You ready for this? You know, you uh, look, look w- sharp. when we moved last September, you know how when you get to the, the like the tail end of, of like <laughs> of everything's got to go and, and you're just sick and tired of just crap and you're trying to move and you start throwing and giving stuff away that you probably shouldn't be, but you just want to get rid of it. I yeah, started throwing stuff away out of the garage, and I had one of those masks, and I threw it away. Let me tell you something. And I didn't have no idea. 
when you start decluttering, there's casualties. There is a lot of them. You you look back and you're like, man, I wish I had that. Uh, well, you're got, like <clears throat> you're like if I haven't used it the past year, I might as well get you. Yeah, I have a one year roll. Uh, we go into break. Can y'all fake sneeze and let, like where people think you're actually sneezing? No, I'm not a good fake sneezer. Does this sound either. right? Listen, watch this. <laughs> Does that sound? Yeah, good? it's That's actually pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mac, and you're kicking it live with my boys from the Dirty style, freaking Bubba. It is seven minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Stretch Armstrong, he has screened a number of you up. we got a few lines open, and uh, we're going to let you uh, run the show here, this last segment, as you help produce this hour. Uh, let's go to Jesse, Huntsville, Alabama. What's up, Jesse? How you doing? Hey, we're good. How are you? All right. So I got a quick question. I'm a truck driver. I've been out here for about two and a half months over the road. Mm, thank you. And I was going to come home and propose to my girlfriend. Ooh. But is the jewelry stores open? Are they essential or non-essential? Or Ooh. I don't think they are. Yeah, now, I wouldn't I, think they were essential. No. Uh, now there might. I don't know. They might could be doing some online stuff. I yeah. would. I would definitely call whatever store you're interested in using. Uh, or maybe uh, or maybe go online, Google their website or something. They might have uh, a statement or some information up on that. Uh, I I think uh, because I think uh, uh, just from being familiar with this, because we have a family member that works in that area. I think some of the offices are open, but uh, you know, and and they're going in sparingly, but uh, they're not like officially opening doors. So maybe somebody can help you, buddy. Uh, and thank you for what you're doing out there on the roads, man. Uh, you guys are on the front lines uh, and ladies. Uh, Richard is in, uh, I guess, Lower Alabama. It says or L.A. Which one? Yeah, Lower Alabama. How you boys doing? Man, we're good. How are you? Ah, uh, shoot, football headed fat man. Huh? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Pretty good. <laughs> I hear you. I'm, I'm also driving. I happen to be going through my government, but I am heading to Dothan. I, uh, what I wanted to say, you were talking about sneezing. Yeah. My typical and common sneezing session requires that I have two blasts before my body is satisfied and there's no more urge. I was wondering about y'all. wondering about y'all. Okay, so you're yeah. They usually travel in pairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'll give you sometimes. Listen, I got to go another day in the car. Really, and I, I sneezed like ten times. Couldn't stop. Really, almost wrecked. Yeah. Thank you, Richard, for being out there on the roads, buddy. Um, be safe. Uh, yeah, that's a I, good yeah. assessment though from Richard. I like usually. I like usually, it is that they come in pairs. Yeah, yeah they do. I have found. But Terry says, and I didn't realize it. Terry says I sneeze a lot. Uh, and, and she's like, oh, there you go. Just sneezing again. And I'm like, really? Oh, uh, but I've noticed that if I, if sneezing. I get, if I get, if I get cold, like cold chills, I'll sneeze. And, uh, and for huh. some reason I'll sneeze some after I eat. I don't know, but going outside in the sun, hitting your face oh, is a no brainer. That, that's every time I'm sneezing on that one. Uh, every time let's go to, 
Let's go to Jared uh, in uh, Alabama. What's up, buddy? Not much. How y'all doing? We're good. I was just going to tell you to tell your son to look um, on globalgolf.com. Mm-hmm. You can find a lot of good, really, really good deals on some used clubs. And okay. usually they're not. I mean, they're fairly cheap and they're really, really good price. So maybe he can check there and see what he can find. Uh, okay, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, him being – He's 23 now, and, and he's like, you, you know, you, you kind of go back and forth on, hey, do we need to find a really good set of, of clubs that can last him, you know, through his adult life or, or a good majority of it? Or because he's not going to play a ton, do we just go with, hey, let's get him something, and if he gets into it later, then then, then upgrade it. So we're kind of going back and forth on that. But I was talking to Helmsy in the break, and he kind of had a good idea of just let's go with a good set of irons and then maybe um, – uh, you know, play around with the drivers and stuff. Let's well, and I'm I'm a big look. If you know, if you know your uh, what you play with, because shafts are different, links yeah. Oh yeah, different. all these things matter. And if if I could go back and do one thing when I was his age, it would be f- properly fitted. Yeah, uh, based off the way I swing a golf club, right? Because I, I mean, the irons that I hit now are I've had them for ten or twelve years, right. and I love them, and they're still really good, and they're fit perfect for me. And when I pick up somebody else's clubs, they just don't feel right. Right. I'll change drivers every once in a while, and <clears throat> free woods, and um, you know, you'll want to swap out some wedges here or there. But um, I'd, I'd I'd make sure he hit them first. Um, I know that's difficult now, yeah. not being able to walk into a store, but. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can squeeze in a call here uh, before we go to break. Jonathan, what's up, Jonathan? Hey, guys. Real quick, just wondering how difficult is it going to be on on the guys and, and y'all and whoever is, hasn't been coming to the studio, you know, to get back to that routine? I mean, I just want to kind of get your opinions on that. Okay. All right, Jonathan, and you guys, uh, we've got about 40 seconds. They want to know. Uh, to get back into the routine of coming back in, how's it? How's That's it really a question for Greg because I live two miles away. Yeah, and it's, it's really no different for, for me as far yeah. as that goes. Yeah, yeah, Greg. I mean, well, I, I I really didn't understand the question. Hey, he's just I mean, saying once we get back to normal, and everybody's coming back into studio. Uh, how hard is it going to be to get back into the groove of? Having oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I say. This it's it's easy. I get more sleep and all that, but it's just it's just weird. It doesn't feel. I right. know. I'm I bet you to get back to normal. Yeah. Although I do enjoy the extra sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a plus. But yeah, being, but I am, I'm ready for us all to be in the same room. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba join us live. Uh, Rick and Studio Bubba on Zoom. Uh, Adler will be joining us today. You don't want to leave the show because he says he's got a a surprise guest or a new guest. What, what's up with that? Huh? Huh? Uh, we're thinking we, we know what that means. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big is our number. We start this hour with a national anthem. The legend herself, Gladys Knight.
2020 edition of the Rick and Bubba show continues as we all walk through these unprecedented times together. Uh, when I say unprecedented, meaning we weren't alive uh, during the last big plague uh, and uh, we're dealing with it uh, in modern times for the first time. Speedy and I are here at the broadcast plaza and teleport uh, with Grandpa Stretch. He's here with us. Stretch Armstrong ready to roll. Uh, all across uh, the great state of Sweet Home, Alabama, the real Greg Burgess and Helmsy uh, in their home, uh, home studios. Uh, we will also hear from um, from Adler today. Uh, we, we got an indication uh, earlier today that we will hear from Eddie Van Adler, and he seems to be suggesting that he will present uh, the new Adler baby here on the show today. Uh, so we still don't know the gender. We don't know how it all happened. Uh, we, we stopped getting updates at her water broke. That's the last, uh, we were all updated. So, uh, undoubtedly they have been through labor and we think the baby has arrived. So we will get that update from Adler coming up a little bit later on in the program today. Uh, of course, we'll update you on all the things going on with COVID COVID-19. Hey, you have ruined everything. Uh, so we'll, we'll update on that. Uh, some of you uh, remember when we were doing the Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge, as, uh, as all of society, we're finding a way to do that anyway, uh, even during this time of everybody kind of changing their business plans. We'll talk to Tim Spencer with the participating Buffalo Wild Wings about how you can help uh, uh, a food bank. Uh, food banks, of course, uh, becoming more and more important right now. 
and uh, this is a food bank that we've worked with before, and we'll tell you how you can enjoy delicious Buffalo Wild Wings curbside and all that or delivery uh, while helping them. So we'll talk to him coming up this hour. So let's bring in uh, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you, most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about you, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome to the pandemic edition of Rick and Bubba. Supergroup Toto. So, uh, Bubba, I know that you are, are back at uh, the broadcast uh, closet today. Uh, yes, here at pande- at the pandemic bunker. Pandemic bunker. Here, uh, here we go. We may. I think we're going to hear from uh, Baby Adler today. Yeah, I, I was trying to get some information earlier, and uh, clearly, we're not going to get any uh, any info until he goes on the air. So we'll. We'll see how that goes. And by the way, just for the record, there's no way to walk a song you can't hear. No, no, no. So, you know, when I do the intro, I'm just, I can't yep. hear because the noise there cuts off the music. So I can't hear anything. Well, it goes back to this again. In, in case I sound really goofy, just work with me and pot it down. Well, this is the thing that we've learned. We have really been able to fix most every element of the show in this new way. We can't fix that. The, no, the way we're singing together, the way it's just the, the way we yeah, the way we've brought you on the show, uh, these things uh, like that they they don't work on, in in this setup. But most well, everything we, else does. We the the meat does. One, I guess. Well, the meat works. It, it's, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's it's not a big deal. Well, uh, look, it's not perfect. That's, no, uh, that's right. why it's a pandemic broadcast. It is. It is. I mean, uh, the the things that we need to cover today, we'll we'll jump in and and we'll see. Uh, we we could spend the wheel of meat today. We got toilet paper on the wheel too. Hmm. That that could happen today. But I was, you know, we, we all start trying to during this time of of COVID and you know hearing from our government and all the different movement movers and shakers and we're trying to do this and we got to go this and uh, you know World Health Organization no funding for you. Uh, and, and, but what, you know, you start getting, you know, these, these politicians, you know, and the great thing about these kind of situations, you start meeting politicians that, uh, that you didn't know, you know, cause they may not be from your state or, or whatever. And I'll tell you one thing, I, 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 I really fell in love yesterday with John Kennedy from Louisiana. Uh, oh the, the, yeah. Well, he's, he's precious, Rick. He's yeah. good. See, I, I've never, you know, Sherry's has seen him a few times. She goes, you're going to love this guy. And I said, well, she goes, well, he's going to use, he will use Southern colloquiums throughout <laughs> yes, he will. this. And when he was talking about a- the and Chinese. And to be named Kennedy, too. Yeah, so it, it even makes it better. To, to, and well, the way he did the thing that Frank Caliendo referred to last Thursday is he's, even when he's about to just slice somebody, 
he does it in that southern way of of, of setting up by saying, "Now I wish I didn't have to say this." You know, right. we got yeah, southern, right. Southern well, he's a he's a southern gentleman. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, <laughs> he said, "Now look, the Chinese people, mm-hmm. the the wonderful people, the the wonderful people." And and I hate to say this. Now their government, their government will eat your lunch. The bag it came in and lie to you the whole time. You know, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> hey, the, hey, the, their government will steal the hair off your head. And uh, and yeah, so, the Chinese know. people made one critical mistake. Mm-hmm. They gave up their guns and they let their leaders put in a communist government. He he basically said what we've been saying. You can't trust anything they say. No. And, and and he's saying he he's in the he's over in the um it got out of one of their laboratory camps. Yeah. And he well, said, yeah, it, yeah, there's a lot of people. I, what was the, yesterday? What was the, uh, the general poll is about 30% thinks it's, it got, to, got out. Well, I think it's higher than that. Well, he also, you know, one of our, uh, that general, uh, they asked him about it and he said, well, we haven't ruled that out, but we, the evidence seems to stack that it, that was a natural occurrence. Look, they go back to John <laughs> Kennedy of Louisiana. I have so much respect for the general and I understand, uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a fine man. He's a fine man. <laughs> But he can't say what I know. <laughs> He's saying what he has to say. There's yeah. things he can't say as a general. Yeah. And uh, but he uh, he said that they they went over there and toured. You know, and he said uh, two years ago, and yeah. and he said two years ago we had people who went through this these labs and said this is just a a a, a world pandemic waiting to happen. That's it. And uh, and so. So we'll see. We'll, you know, we'll we'll find out at some point. He said there's only one problem with saying it came from bats in the wet market. Martha McCullen, Martha, they don't have bats at the wet market. We we reached, there ain't no bat soup there. Well, <laughs> yeah, that that would that would hurt that. Well, now they're saying they took out a lot of the animals. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it was funny. That's it, what they said. Just him. They will eat your lunch in the sack of Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at eight tonight. Gunner Sergeant R. Lee Army here. Hey, you had best be listening to Rick and Bubba. Don't make me have to come over to your house, knock your door down, and drop you down for push-ups. Just get that knob adjusted right now, sweetheart. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And um, so we've, we've checked in with Bubba. He's rolling. Now we go to the Brady Bunch setup, and there's little home studios everywhere. And I know that we have uh, talked about uh, that when Helmsy's he's doing it now. Bubba did it some yesterday. Uh, when when you guys are choosing these backgrounds that look like the broadcast plaza and teleport, it truly looks like we're all back in the studio again. And everybody's like, "Well, why are they on the computer? They're sitting, uh-huh. right, they're sitting right in there with you." Yeah. Uh, it really it really looks good, and and it is my favorite background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, it's it looks because it just looks like you are sitting in the studio. And in a different place, it's really funny. I thought mm-hmm. you liked the space background, right? Don't like mm-hmm. the space. Yeah, I, 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 I told that, Rick. Yeah. I told Greg what's funny about this picture, and I, Speedy took several pictures yesterday yeah. and sent them to me, and it's fantastic. But what's great about this one that I've picked, it makes it look so realistic in my mind, is on my forehead there's a little glare, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's coming <laughs> yes, from the light it, in the picture. It does, <laughs> man. It really so does. It does look realistic. Yeah, yeah it looks it's, good. It's funny. It's bouncing where that peak used to be. Yeah. How about Thanks, this? I, I'd rather. I'd rather <laughs> look, see. Look at my hair. You think I'd say anything? Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> look at that mop. Huh? Right. 
I was listen. Uh, they're gonna have to open the hair places up. I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, if they're not essential, we need to get that flip. Yeah. Okay. But, Greg, I got to tell you, you're gonna want that cowbell. Mm. Uh, the uh, so I, I I would prefer <laughs> to see the the wall of the room you're sitting in than when those space backgrounds. The uh, there it is. Yeah. Well, they, they, I agree. Yeah, they look they look cheap. <clears throat> that the, the those do now. This see when y'all do pull that up, that looks sharp. That looks like a, any, anything like that looks good. I'm just in go. my normal seat, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you are. That's so funny that that works out. But uh, right, Greg, play with yours. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, look, Greg, Greg, don't don't yours, be, yours will key good with that color behind you, Greg. Yeah, Greg, don't uh, work. No, nah, see if I do that, it's gonna put these headphones on. They, they'll disappear. I'll look like a bullet head. Greg, yeah. Greg we'll just try it one time. Let's see I don't care like. nothing about it. Greg, I like you having that Jack Steak logo back there and yeah. Burt. And do it or I'm gonna do it remotely. And you're sitting on Burt Reynolds' couch, you know, from the '70s. <laughs> That's you know? right. It matches. <laughs> I just. Look, and as far as the lighting, hey, it's good enough. Here I'm we, not. Here we go. My video presentation, yeah. as long as the audio is good, I really don't care. Greg, your video presentation is so much better than I thought you would have ever pulled oh, off. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, we, yeah. We're so far ahead where I thought we would be. I agree. See, Helms has updated his lights. I don't know what he's done. He's looking, uh, he's looking a little brighter. Those are the lights in the, in the picture, Bubba. Yeah, those, yeah, it's in the studio. <laughs> that's not really. That's the not one real. right above his head. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to say this, I, and, and I think y'all will agree with me. When Speedy joins in, it looks more like Bubba and Helms are in here than Speedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Speedy's actually in here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> it looks, it looks like Speedy is standing in a field, and there's cars parked, shining their lights on him in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can pull it up here. Let's see what no, I that's fine. It wasn't that big. What if I was like, yeah, that's it. <clears throat> so um, we 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 have um, we're, we're going to talk. I know about the charity charge coming up, but we can get into this before the. The show, um, you know, is done today. We do have the Adler update coming up, but we'll we'll start diving into this this world of you know, all these loans and and uh, you know, I talked to some people yesterday. I even had somebody saying that um, that they have a business and they're trying to get the loan approved, and there's a window to get approved because they're going to run out of the money. The money's going to be gone, yes, uh, and, and they won't there won't be any left. So the 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 we're the, probably in that group. Yeah, the, there's a misnomer that there was just enough money for anybody who wanted it, and uh, and even I fell no, into they, that. There's there's a lot of small business, Rick. Right. About thirty there, million. Yeah. I so I, I yeah. just like the the Great Bridge Program of Obamacare, they said this thing's going to go empty pretty quick, and uh, so uh, so everybody's not going to be able to get it. Uh, you know, even if you want it, and you qualify. The money has to actually be there, and uh, and they they're saying it's going to run out, and that that's what they're being told by story of our life. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's uh we're 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 not in a bad situation yet, and we hope we won't get into one. But you know, if this thing keeps going on, we're all gonna be in a bad situation. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I thought the news yesterday uh, overall sounded pretty positive. Yeah, it did. It sounded like did. Uh, you know the thirtieth is going to kind of be the baseline that that some places and uh-huh. some businesses might even get open a little bit before that. But of course, we have this uh, you know giant peeing contest going on between the president and the governors, and uh, that's. Mm. You know, it's a good civics lesson. I know it upsets some people, but I'm yeah. like, just just sit back and watch it. It's well. What's you know? funny is is I don't know why, but every now and then it's like they go find Greg, and what I mean by that is Brit Hume, and yes. and they'll drag Brit Hume in. He looks annoyed to be asked to be there. He, he's, he, he's like he, an old mule. Yeah, he's frustrated with everybody, and so they brought him in on this, and he trashed both people. He trashed the president and the governors. I thought to myself, I don't know, I've ever seen anybody come. He goes, here's the thing. First of all. 
Trump's not going to try to take over the whole country. That's the way Trump talks, and that's that stuff we got to put up with him. He always comes in with this hyperbole and these overreaching statements. And she go, he goes, he didn't have the authority in the Constitution to do that. He goes, then we go over to the governors, and they're starting to act like that they're, that they're, they're going to be tyrants of their state, mm. and they're going to do this and this, and they don't know what they're talking about. There's no story here. <laughs> <laughs> he just basically went back and said, look, everybody is using hyperbole and overstepping. And, uh, you know, the, you well, know, I, I think Trump made a, an excellent play in this because what was the big, what was the big thing that we kept saying they were going to hang him on when he opens it back yeah, up, right, yeah. when people die, yep. they're going to, they're going to say, Trump, it's, it's on you. Picture you him standing there, hands. picture him standing there and each body represents a log and they're going to start stacking them at his feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think he, he probably played this beautifully. Yep. He acted like he had total control. Right. And by the way, normally a president does not, but I'm not too sure under emergency declarations, if he doesn't have a whole lot more power than most people think. Now I'm not a constitutional expert, but I've heard a couple of them talk and they said, you know, when he signed that and the governor signed theirs, it, it changes things a little bit. But anyway, um, he, uh, he, he knew when he said that, that the governors would react and say, no, it's our call. We're in charge. Right. So now he can say, well, you're in charge and you opened up too soon. You blew it. Well, yeah. And this is where in, in times like this, you never, think, fired. Yeah, you never think it's going to happen. Right now, the states are learning who we elect for governor is a really big deal. Yes, it is. Because you've got all all these different personalities. You've got this Virginia idiot. This guy is an absolute loon, and he. You talk about somebody that is trying to destroy the very fabric of our country in Virginia. He is taking this pandemic, and he said he's got twelve hundred things he's going to sign and do because he thinks he can now, and most of it has nothing to do with the pandemic. Uh, and then you got the the Michigan governor. She she she's trying to be the vice presidential nomination uh, nominee, and she's uh, yeah, and she's acting like a tyrant. And then there's there's all kinds of things in between. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Just uh, took my first uh, dosage of relief factor for the day. Man, I've really loved it as I've gotten a little bit older. But even if you're, you know, exercising or um, you know, moving around a little bit, you know, I'm, we're trying to shove a lot of it in old Stretch Armstrong. See if we can help him. Uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, Meg wrote us a letter about her experience with uh, relief factor. Said my right hip had been giving, giving me so much pain that I was losing a lot of sleep, which caused me uh, to be so grumpy. Well, the past two weeks, despite all the downtime I've had, I've actually um, uh, slept uh, through the night without pain waking me. Why? Uh, because of a relief factor. I'm rested and, and feeling much better. I was skeptical. We get that a lot, don't we? People say, well, I know, because you hear these kind of things. You're like, ah. And so she put off trying it. But, uh, but now, she said, I can honestly say, Relief factor does reduce inflammation, which in turn, my pain is reduced considerably. Next up, uh, I'll have to be looking at my pillow. I guess I need to quit being skeptical about that as well. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so bottom line is you got somebody has been listening for a while. They've heard these products and they've been putting it off and they said, so I'm going to start trying it. And relief factor has done the job uh, for Meg in Hattiesburg and, and it may be what's going to do the job for you. 
Uh, it's all natural for botanicals, so you don't have the, the fear of side effects or any addictive properties. Uh, you just go to relieffactor.com. There's a link at rickandbubba.com also under the sponsors. We'll send you a three-week trial. That way you'll find out if it's going to work for you or not. Uh, about 70% of everybody who orders the Quick Start Pack reorders, meaning it's made a difference. So it may make a difference for you as well. relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. The three-week supply, by the way, is nineteen ninety-five. Tim Spencer. Uh, with uh, participating Buffalo Wild Wings that have been working with the Rick and Bubba show with the Buffalo Wild Wings, the Rick and Bubba charity charge. Uh, Welcome back, uh, Tim, to the Rick and Bubba show. Fellas, thanks for having me back. Well, it's, uh, you know, let's face it. Honestly, it's great. Uh Uh-oh, Tim locked up on us a little Uh, bit. There it is. There's the old Tim lock up. It, uh, it, look, it's almost like there's a picture of Tim now. So (laughs) just for that, you get the... I'm trying to hang in there. Yeah. How about you guys? Well, Tim, it's uh, it has been <laughs> it, it has been you, you, when you're doing something that's unprecedented. The word unprecedented means everything. I don't know what to do because we've never done it before. Like we keep saying with everybody when they'll say something like uh, this, this, and we go, "Well, excuse us, it's our first pandemic." Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's it's there's the first time that you try everything. Kind of like your first time to, apparently to try Zoom. Uh, the uh, <laughs> The the, yeah, the new Rick. <laughs> Watch Speedy's face the whole time. Greg, don't take your eyes off of it. Okay. <laughs> well, I wanted to. Uh, looks like we got an internet lag there, Tim. But it's work. We're working through it. Right there yeah, he goes. I think you just say thank you. Just left. <laughs> Uh, this is, this is, I'm breaking out in hives. Greg, Greg, please do not take your eyes off. I don't know what to do. What's wrong with a good landline? Uh, well, guys, this lost. is owning me. <laughs> What's so funny? What's funny is you wa- you you saw Speedy try to interject himself into Tim's Zoom and become Tim. It's almost like Tim. If I if you just want to tell me what to say, you can have my Zoom. Uh, my Zoom. Just call back. You had a bad connection. There he hey, is, hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, Timmy. Uh, it's no better. Tim, let's move you to the phone. Let's 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 move Tim to the phone. Let, let's just have Tim. Seriously, let's have, let's just have Tim call the hotline. I'm gonna keep trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, let's 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 just <laughs> somebody screen save that. I'm putting that up in my office. Tim, Tim, you, your your connection, I'm afraid, may not be adequate. Tim, okay, Tim, I, I can't. I can't do that anymore. Okay, so uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get Tim. <laughs> please, oh, dude, please. I hope our consultant in Louisville is listening right now. This is the kind of stuff he lives for. Speedy and a handle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tim, we're, we're calling you on the phone. Tim, we're calling Speedy. you on the phone. Speedy. No, Tim, Tim, that, Tim, Tim. I'm sorry, buddy. That that's just not that. No, no, Tim. Tim, I'm calling your cell phone. Yeah, no Zoom for you, Tim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to be the Zoom not to. Okay, all right. Hey, so, uh, hey, hey Tim, uh, do this. Mute your mute your Zoom audio. Right. Uh, and we're gonna go phone. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. So, so th- we're gonna bring Tim in on the on the phone. Tim, sorry about that. There's I, there may just be too much Zoom for you there. You know, it was Aretha Franklin well, who I'm said it best. Smiling. Yeah, Aretha Franklin who said it best. Who's zooming who? Yeah. Um. So. So let's let's talk a little bit about you know there there's you, the restaurant business has been devastated uh, by the pandemic obviously and and a lot of our economy as we've all said hey wow our economy really does revolve around people gathering quite 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 a large portion of it uh, but you guys have done like uh, other restaurants that are trying to survive you've adapted uh, and you've adapted so much we think we can even do a charity charge now 
Yeah, you know, we have decided that um, even though our business is struggling right now, we're trying to keep as many people employed and still serve as much food as we can to the people. Rick, there's people out there that are struggling much, much worse than we are. Yeah. Um, you know, so so now's the time to, to reach out the hand and help the people that really need it. So we are going to do a charity charge. So uh, let, let's specify at the participating locations, if I want to participate next Wednesday on April the 22nd uh, at the participating Buffalo Wild Wings, what does this include? I know you guys obviously are doing takeout, your curbside. Tell me the Buffalo Wild Wings system. Well, the way the way we're working it right now, obviously we're 100% food sales right now. So what we're going to do, we, we're offering a takeout, we're offering you can order either over the phone in person at the store we're still taking them we prefer them being ordered through the buffalo wild wings app or the website um but our locations are right here in central alabama we uh we have tuscaloosa uh pell city gardendale trustful um alabaster downtown birmingham hoover and highway 280 in birmingham all right, so so I know that different restaurants do it different ways, uh, but so is, is this the I come up, I call you guys, I tell you what kind of vehicle I'm in, I, I, I place my order, and then I, I I go into the parking lot, and then you guys bring it out to me. How does how does that all work? It, it is so you can request that way, but okay. they are according to our health department, they're still allowing people in the restaurant no more than ten at a time, okay. and as long as they're social distancing. So we've moved all of our um, registers and, and computers up close to the front door so that there's not much you, – you're not far into the restaurant. You walk in, you see a lot of tables, but there's nobody at them. So let's talk about the, the beneficiary next uh, next Wednesday, the 22nd. Uh, this is Christian Service Mission. Uh, I'm, I'm very familiar with them and, uh, and Tracy Hips, who I, I go to church with. Uh, they, this is a gigantic food bank, and they do a, a lot of um, – incredible work and you know that anytime there's been a crisis uh that involved our state that they're right in the middle of it uh, with supplies and and everything that needs to be done Uh, they also uh, were were you know always instrumental every time there's a devastation of a hurricane you know in parts of the country they they were very very active in that and and continue to be so uh they you also said we're going to obviously give them 10 percent of all the food sales that day but you told us you, you were talking with them, and they're in desperate need of peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when we, when we asked how else we could help, the, her first words were peanut butter and jelly. And I, I said, you know, I didn't think about it, but she's, she's right on. It's just a simple, simple way to, to feed people. And so we're going to try and raise – we're going to be a drop-off location that day also – and we're asking people to bring peanut butter and jelly, and we're trying to gather about a thousand bottles of peanut butter and jelly next Wednesday. So, if I come to pick up my food, just bring a, a jar of peanut butter and a jar of jelly. You see, either or. Yeah, or just drop it by whether I'm getting food or not. Sure, and bring it on. We'll we'll have a box right at the front door, or somebody that'll walk out and grab it from you. Tim, uh, t- Tim, tell us a little bit about transitioning from sit down to yeah. curb. Is that uh, I mean, uh, you did some curb service, but, I mean, have you just reworked everything inside? How does that work? Bubba, we are still learning as we go. Um, we had, you know, Tuesdays, obviously, we do a BOGO boneless, uh, BOGO wing Tuesday, and yesterday was our biggest sales day since we have gone to this 
you know, set up, but we're still learning because it's just not, it's not what we're used to. We're used to a few people. We're used to about 20% of takeout food and now we're 100% of takeout. So uh, we're, we're learning every day, every day. But you know, when, when this all rolls around and, and we come back to normal, we will have learned so much and, and be able to apply it in our total business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, do you think, Tim, let me ask you too. Do you think a, a lot of restaurants that, basically, you know, the meat and potatoes of what they do is sit down. Like you said, you do some curb, but do you think the drive through is going to be uh, more demanding in the future or what, what do you, do you think that'll be something people look at more often? I do. I, I believe this, this model is going, going to stay with us for a while because from what I'm hearing, when they open back up, they're only bringing in say 50 percent of our our allowed set down people they're we're hearing that they're going to make us take out half of our tables um you know only allow half capacity whatever that is in the store plus i feel like people may be nervous themselves so i don't i don't expect this hey when the doors are open we're going to fill up i expect it to be a slow ramp yeah, you got to rework that business model too, because I'm assuming, based on the the little knowledge that that we have of the restaurant business, there's a reason you have the number of tables you have, and there's a reason you think about how quickly you can turn the table, and so that whole formula is going to have to be changed because you're not going to be allowed to have as many tables as you probably had in the model. You're exactly right. I mean, in in, in a restaurant business model, you are counting each chair as a dollar amount per year. So if, if you have half your chairs, well, there's half your yeah. dollars that you accounted for, and the rent does not change, or the you know the the size of our buildings is still the same. So that's where we're having to learn so much. We're not the size of a of a subway shop. We've got big buildings that we're only pushing so much takeout uh, out of. But you know we're all keeping our heads up and. We're going to do the best we can, and we're going to come out on the back end of this thing. And, and like like you said, there, there's people in in a lot worse shape. We're not we're not going to play the pity party. We're going to work hard, and we're going to provide the, the service we can right now. And we're going we'll, we'll be okay. Uh, well, if you want to get all the information about uh, the participating Buffalo Wild Wings locations, of course, we, you, you can find that out in our show notes. We also put in our show notes uh, everything you need to know about the Christian Service Mission. Because you may decide you just want to help them, like on this, you know, thousand jars of peanut butter and jelly, or they have a need, you might want to help them with that, or find out what needs they have. But uh, we'd love for you to participate next Wednesday in the Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge. Eat delicious food from the participating Buffalo Wild Wings. That'll get them ten percent donation to get whatever they want, and then uh, try to bring by those jars of peanut butter and jelly at the participating locations as well as the Rick and Bubba. Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge is back in business, pandemic edition, mm-hmm. next Wednesday, April the 22nd. Tim, thanks Keep a lot. Keep charging, buddy. baby. Keep charging. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys Tim. for everything. Yep. Yeah. We miss you. We miss you in studio. My stomach's growling. Right. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. When yeah. I see Tim, I get hungry. Are y'all that one? Tim, don't be afraid to drop Speedy and I and stretch some stuff right outside. We can go yeah. out there and get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tim. Right. Thank you, buddy. We'll be right back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
seven minutes now to the top of the hour. All right, Bubba, based on that conversation, that may be another segment we need to do today because, you know, Greg and I had a weird experience up here, too, at the broadcast plaza and teleport involving phones that we never, ever got to the bottom of. Uh, but anyway, so we need to talk about that. Um, uh, we, we were having we're having weird things happen at the broadcast plaza and teleport involving phones, and, we, and, it's, and it's bizarre, and Bubba experienced it yesterday as well. Well, but, it was something. It, it wasn't exactly what you had, but uh, it was something bizarre. Well, I'm just going to tell you. Well, you want to just wait because yeah. <laughs> because the office phones are dead. There's nothing on the screens. The screens are black, and mine used to ring periodically, quite often, and it hasn't rung in weeks. Well, and, okay, it, I'll tell you. We are, are we going to go into it, it now? Yeah, let's do it, it now, right and now? then we'll do checks because we're this is a short segment anyway because okay. we went a little over so, the time. So I came to the office yesterday. Felt like I need to give him more after that. All right, go ahead. To, to, to take care of uh, paperwork and whatever. And I made sure y'all were gone so we wouldn't, you know, cross over and all that. So um, I'm in my office and I'm gathering papers and mail and all this. And the office phone rang. You well, sure about I, that? I thought it did. I thought okay. it was the office phone. Because the office and, phones are dead. Yeah. Well, that, that's what you told me. And I, I really didn't. It didn't click that the office phones were dead, and it sounded like somebody answered it and was talking on it at a low volume. So I couldn't tell if it was coming through the phone or I were hearing them down the hall. You know, like if Speedy picked up in his office or Greg and was talking on the phone, how you can barely hear them down the hall, Mm -hmm. you know, but so I thought somebody was there. So I got up and I go to the hall. I go, hey, everybody here? And, you know, it's quiet. So... I don't know. It was kind of strange. I don't know if somebody was out in the hall and I heard their phone ring and them talk or whatever, but I, it was kind of strange. All right, let kind me of, kind of wig okay. me out a little bit. Yeah. All right, so I just, uh, so I've just called, Oh, this is funny. Uh, I just called the main line and they still work. Well, yeah, you can hear but some. You, can, you just can't hear them ring. No, is my, that it? no, my, if you go into your office right now and Greg, I think you and I both have done it. Oh yeah. The phones are dead. I mean, you there's you know how the screen I mean, shows you how many calls you got, black. how many messages you got. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The screens are all black in every office. I went to every office and looked one day, except Bubba's because I'm not allowed in there. Right. And and then and and not, and everybody's phone looked exactly like mine. Okay? okay. Well, y'all know me because it's a comedy bit every week. Because if you want to hear strange messages, go oh. listen to the message on your office phone. Because most sure. people either email you or they know your cell phone. I have bad Any, Rick for this. Anybody who calls an office phone and leaves a message is usually a dynamic group. Yeah. And, and some of the messages that, and so once a week, I will go in there and call the guys in, whoever's here at the office, and say, I'm about to listen to my messages. Well, that's not happening anymore. And my phone has not rung in my office in weeks. Yeah. And there was a time it rang, you know, a handful of times every single day. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't heard my phone ring in forever, so I'm shocked <clears throat> because the phones look like they're dead. I'm not saying that you don't call in here. People think they're leaving us messages. Yeah, we right, just can't right. access them. Yeah, right. But my phone has not rung, and I don't. I hadn't heard an office phone ring here. And see, Greg now, and Greg and I, I haven't used mine since the last time we played with right, Intercom. So let me ask you this: There's and you, a phone, and, and you can't talk on it. I'm sorry, Hans, because I was going to do an interview with somebody because I when I am asked to do an interview, dead. if it now I'm doing them on Zoom, but before mm-hmm. this got worked out, I would always call them on my office phone because it sounds better. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, 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 I can't get it to work. I mean, it doesn't give me a dial tone or anything. Dead. Well, let me ask you this. What about the phones that are are in the server room and in the kitchen? Have we checked those? I haven't. 
You uh, know, there are there's two phones. There's yeah. Oh, yeah. We can, yeah. Do, we can do that pretty easy. One in the kitchen. Yeah. I bet I've heard those. I've still heard those ring in the last month or so. Now, there's a little phone in the production room, too. It's, it's different. It's just like a little, almost one of them little cheap white ones. Mm-hmm. You know, just, yeah. it's, not like, it's not like the other phones. But now, if Bubba, obviously, if your phone was ringing in your office, you would have known that. But you can hear the call screening room. If the volume's up, it still works. And, and people call that line 24 hours. But I won't, I'm going well, back to maybe, Bubba heard somebody I, talking. Yeah, maybe I heard that phone ring. But then I heard somebody pick it up and talk <laughs> on it. And it sounded like Speedy. Do what? That phone did yeah, okay. call, call screen phone was muted, muted. So yesterday. That's out. So you thought you heard my voice, and then you heard people talking, it, it, Bubba. That's a whole other like, dynamic. It sounded like Speedy. I thought it was. Spe- I thought he had come back by or something. Did oh, you that, not off? Did you nod off in your chair and you dreamed it and you woke no, up? Uh, no, uh-uh. did you get it, scared? No, I just he thought. Got scared. Well, I thought Speedy's here, and then yeah. when I hollered up and down the hall and you wasn't here, I thought, well, that's weird. yeah. Because I had a dream last night that I, I that I was hanging out with Nick Jonas, and I know that wasn't true, but but uh, <laughs> Coach, was it that year three thousand? That really did happen. But anyway, uh, for some reason, I was on tour with the Jonas Brothers. I don't know why, and they and they, I was all in with them. They really liked me. <laughs> uh, but, any, but but anyway, let me go back to this. So so. Greg and I one day heard a mysterious phone ringing up here, and it wasn't any of the office phones. It sounded like somebody's cell phone. And we never, everybody had their cell phones with them. No one's ever called to say, I left my cell phone up at y'all's studio. And it, it, it rang and it rang. We went in every office. We went in every room. We could never identify what was ringing. We never got to it. Now it you think a phone, phone rang and you heard voices talking. We're haunted! This broadcast plaza has got some kind of phone home. <laughs> it, it, it may have been the smoking hall outside. Okay. Oh, you heard them on through the other side, yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.